of course, those of you that are here in person, I want to be sure I'm welcoming those online as well that are joining us here. We are so thrilled that you are with us. It is Super Bowl Sunday, and with it being Super Bowl Sunday, some of us have an allegiance somewhere, is my guess, and so we're just going to take a little poll, a little, uh, little crowd participation. Who is rooting for the Los Angeles Rams today? Okay, some sprinkles. That's all right. How about the Cincinnati Bengals? All right. Is your allegiance to the food and commercials today? See, you're my people. You're my people. That's a beautiful thing because that's sort of what we got the first hour as well. And yeah, when you don't have necessarily someone you're craving to win, that's who I'm craving today is some good food, some good friends, and just, yeah, hopefully a good game, right? Now, there's a Chinese proverb. This is where we're going to kick off this morning. There's a Chinese proverb, and it goes like this. You, some of you may be familiar with this. Even a journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. Even a journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. I don't know if you're into inspirational quotes, inspirational sayings, things that light a little fire under you. But that's pretty cool to just listen to and engage with. Because wherever you're at in life, however overwhelmed you feel, no matter what you're thinking that's right in front of you, and it may feel like a brick wall to you right now, something that's going to be hard to pass through, whatever you are going through, no matter how long your journey is, it starts with us all in the same way. It all starts with us taking one step. One step. And if we keep taking that step and then another step and we keep on stepping, eventually we'll all find ourselves at a thousand miles. Now, this should give us pause, though, this proverb as well, because the reality is it's a double edged sword, isn't it? You see, depending on what direction you're pointing, that may be a really good thing and make you feel really good about taking those steps forward. But if you're taking those steps backward, that can be actually a terrible thing, right? Meaning if I take a single step in the wrong direction, then I could end up 2,000 miles from where I was looking to go, from where I was hoping to be. There's still another 1,000 miles and then 1,000 miles on top of that to where I want to be. But the reality is, again, no matter where our story lands, we're all in that exact same place, one day at a time, one step at a time, and so it's on this Super Bowl Sunday that we're closing out a series that we've been talking about for many weeks called Strengthening Your Core. And the core is our faith. It's our faith journey and the faith journey that God has us on. We've been asking the question, do you want to see God work powerfully in your life? Do you want to see God work powerfully in your life? And not just in 2022. Yes, of course, this can wrap around some New Year's resolutions and some ideas of what this next year holds. But do you want to see God work powerfully in your life for your life? And if you do, we've been following that up because many of us, I know, and many of us have answered in such a way that we're saying, yes, yes, I do. Sign me up. I'm all for that. And so we follow up that question with asking another question. How bad do you want it? Do you understand that the sacrifice that may come with it? is going to be something you have to lean into. You have to give to God. You have to allow God to move in and through you for. Many of us have been challenged to take these steps of faith, these core steps of faith, and we're keenly aware of them. We've been talking about the battle that we're going to face within them. We've been talking about fighting within that battle, and the fight is going to mean fighting for our prayer lives. 
inviting to take those next steps in our prayer lives. We've been encouraged to look at fasting. Whew. That's a subject we don't talk a lot about at church, but we talked about it. We're talking about fasting and what that may mean to even just some major decisions in our life. What our spiritual life looks like if we were to take some time to fast. I'm going to make it this year and beyond. And then even last week, many of us were challenged just to look at our finances, to look at our generosity, to look at the things that God has blessed us with, the things that are God's first, and just be challenged in that. Look at money in a different way. And so we're all on different paths in these journeys in our faith with God, but we're starting the same way by looking at what does one step mean? And that's where I want to encourage us this morning as we put a bow around this series is just with that same idea, looking at, I'm looking at a thousand miles far away from me, the distance of where I want to be. What step is God asking me to take? How does he work in those small steps? And so we're going to be in the Old Testament this morning, looking at the small things, looking at the small steps that will add up over time. And we're going to be in Deuteronomy 7 and Exodus 23. Both of these passages, interestingly enough, they say the same thing. And we're going to look at one detail that's in Exodus that Deuteronomy doesn't give us. But both of these that we're about to read, they're a series of pep talks from God to his people, the people of God, the people of Israel. And he's presenting this before the nation of Israel, before they're to enter into the promised land. And so just a little backstory as we get going. Most of uh, you may know this. It's probably familiar. Maybe some of us don't. There's a man named Abraham. Abraham, he was just a guy. He really was. He was just a random guy that God chose. And God made some spectacular promises through this random man. Lest you think you need to be special, God was speaking his promises to Abraham, a random guy he picked out. And he said, you're going to become a nation. You're going to have lots of kids, and your kids are going to have kids, and their kids are going to have kids, and their kids' kids are going to have kids, and they're going to have kids, and they're going to have kids, and you are going to eventually be like the stars in the sky. That's what your family, that's what your nation will represent. God spoke this to Abraham, and he must have been standing there as he's looking at the stars, right? Looking at the stars in the sky one night, and what's interesting about this is that Abraham was really old. You know where I'm going this morning. Like John Holtorf old. Seriously. I know, I know. He actually called me on it, to be fair. We always do a reading beforehand. Uh, before We're like 10 out uh, before we get ready to preach. The minute he heard, heard old, he's like, are you seriously going to go there again? Again, I'm like, I'm, if anything, I'm predictable, all right? <laughs> Abraham was old. Abraham was old, and he was just this old guy that was named Father by God. His name was Father. Literally, Abraham means Father, exalted Father. And God's telling him, you're going to have so many kids, you're going to be this exalted Father, the Father of many nations. I wonder what Abraham must have been thinking. Whew, that's not happening. I'm old. You don't understand. And it must have seemed so impossible to him. And yet Abraham believed God. He believed God. But the Bible even says God waited till his body was as good as dead to fulfill the promise. That he waited till his body was as good as dead. That doesn't feel like a compliment. God, what are you doing there? I don't think there's a lot of people going on their online dating profiles and saying, Hi, I'm Tim. I'm a banker. I like to take long walks on the beach. I do a little cooking. And by the way, my body's as good as dead. Swipe right. 
Like, that's not happening. It's not a compliment. At least I don't think so, right? But Abraham believes God. He believes God. He believes him on the spot. The Bible says God accounted it to him as what? Righteousness. You know what this means? Sort of a long way of going around this faith journey that Abraham took is really the journey we read about throughout Scripture and that we're on ourselves. Genesis through Revelation, it's faith. It's faith, and faith is taking God at his word. Faith is believing God no matter what. Faith is just trusting what God has said and is going to come to pass no matter what. That's how any one of us is saved. Ephesians talks about salvation by grace, meaning, yes, it's God, it's his gift, but how is this access? It's access through faith. That's what we're talking about, strengthening our core. The thing that is very core to each of us is what you put your faith in. And many of us have put our faith in Jesus Christ. It's why this series has been so important to, to just dig in and to be talking about maybe next steps of what that strengthening our core looks like. But part of the challenge lies with also asking ourselves, do I believe that putting my faith and trust in Jesus Christ is the end of my story? That's where many of us end up, don't we? We mistake faith in Christ as simply that fire insurance, the thing that is going to keep me out of hell. And so my faith in Jesus Christ is the start, but then some of us also end there. It's the start, but that's just the starting point. God doesn't want to use your life just to have fire insurance that you're not going to be in hell. He wants to use your life so you come up against the gates of hell to make a difference. To be empowered by God to make a difference. There's a calling on your life. To shake those gates of hell. There's the potential inside of you to shake those gates of hell. When we say that you're a masterpiece, that's not just words. That's the truth of God's word into your life. There are plans for you to walk in. And tragically, the Israelites, they wandered the wilderness for 40 years. And there's this picture of so many who, yes, had a saved soul, but a wasted life. There's a picture of us. If we're just honest, sometimes that we're just wasting time, that we're not going to hell, but we're also really not doing anything to bring heaven along into this place. We're not becoming more like God, and we're not accessing all that God has for us, strengthening our core. Strengthening our faith is key. 